The Hogs come to town this weekend for an early morning game, which makes sense because we all like bacon. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. I'll tell you about Game Time in just a little bit. I don't know why I say it like that. But I, I, I don't know why you do it. I sort of like it. And I'm surprised that you say it that way and they don't want it said that way because it just sounds like good marketing. My uh, One of my favorite comedians, Louis C.K., had a whole bit about how um, he had to call an exterminator over to his house to get a bat out of the house. And the exterminator just came in like he was scared to death and like ducking for cover. And the exterminator came and just grabbed him by the feet or hooves or whatever he's got and uh, just yeah. took him out. And he said, he said, I felt so emasculated. He said, I felt like I should just talk, start talking like an old Southern woman. And he started like going, oh, Mr. Exterminator, man. You know, he kept doing that for a while. And he said, I can't stop doing it now. He said, I can't. <laughs> he said, now I'm just doing That's me doing the game time. Thing. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I got a mint in my mouth if I sound weird. Um, anywho, Jimmy, Arkansas will be coming to town this weekend at mm-hmm. the, uh, the, 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 the witching hour of 11 o'clock in the morning. Everybody loves that for homecoming. Is there no, There's got to be something worse than that, but I just don't know what it is. Do we do the parade after, or are we going to do the parade at like 6 in the morning? Uh, the parade begins at 7 a.m. Saturday. And you know what I feel really bad for? Not just everybody that's in the parade that has to be in a parade at 7 a.m., but, like, who's going to go to this? Who's going to the parade? I mean, I'm not saying that I am often go to the homecoming parade, but I have. I've seen it. I've done it before, probably because we had a 2.30 or 6 o'clock game and, and tailgating, and the parade, you know, is 100 yards from the tailgate. But I'm not going to a 7 a.m. parade. No, I mean, there's no reason to have a 7 a.m. You almost should do it afterwards. But, of course, then on the off shot, if you do lose, that would be the only yeah. thing more depressing than a 7 a.m. parade before the game <laughs> is a – 5:30 parade after the game and you lost. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be Jimmy, like, I'm not, I'm not homecoming. I'm home going. <laughs> I'm going home. Uh, so, uh, I didn't realize this till now. All right, Alabama's won 16 in a row against Arkansas. Nick Saban has not lost to Arkansas since he's been at Alabama, and we play those dudes every year. So. The win streak goes back to 07. I don't think we've lost to Arkansas, Luke, since the famous or infamous, infamous Alabama at Arkansas game under Shula where future All-American kicker Lee Tiffin kept missing field goals. That is true. Now, technically it's only 15 in a row because we vacated the win in 07, which is stupid. When I I become czar of NCAA, I'm reinstating all vacated and forfeited wins. You're going to revacate, unvacate. I guess it would be the term you would, you would immediately unvacate things. It's so stupid, but it's so dumb. It's that is of all the things people get upset at the NCAA for, which are really good reasons and then some not good reasons, but really good reasons, that's the dumbest thing they do. And saying that it's the dumbest thing the NCAA does is sort of like saying, that's the highest Michael Jordan ever jumped. 
You know, I mean, the highest Jordan ever jumped is like insanely high. And I would say the dumbest thing the NCAA has ever done is like dumb. And that's, that's it. That's the dumbest thing. Um, yeah, it is stupid. And I mean, I could do a whole podcast on that. That, That's sort of, you know, in 07, Florida state had to vacate its win over Alabama in 07. And Alabama was vacating, was ordered to vacate its wins during that same time period. So had Alabama won the game, it would have also been vacated, which means why the hell did anyone go to Jacksonville, Florida? I want my money back. I went. I went to the game. I know. Does that mean we get our money back? Because the game never happened. Oh, well, I could have sworn I spent hundreds of dollars on tickets, hotel rooms, and food that weekend. Could have sworn it. But but my whole thing on it, and this is for summertime talk. I'm sorry that we're doing this, yeah. but it, it, well, it I got all upset. On, it does put me on a rant because, you know, it's sort of like saying, okay, um, you know, Barry Bonds. Okay, some people don't recognize his records or whatever, but they still count the wins that he yep. had while he played for those teams. If you don't want to count his personal records, so be it. I think that's stupid too, because really baseball's got some weird stuff about all that. My my point is still count all the records. And then if you want to add a caveat that, you know, Barry Bonds was taking enough drugs to where his head grew three sizes. That's kind of, it, when he, in his forties, that's weird. Okay. And just put that's weird in the caveat. But anyway, all right. So Bama officially. Should all the home runs he hit off pitchers that were also on steroids, shouldn't that count? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if the pitcher's on steroids too, and no, they you, just you, all vacated. The pitch never happened. <laughs> um, okay, so Bama officially only has a 15-game winning streak, but it's yep. really 16. Did you know that this thing was t- essentially tied at eight? If you if you take out the vacate win thing, this thing was a fish, uh, tied at eight wins each, and now Alabama's up 23 to eight in the series. That's that's incredible. That's amazing. Do you that remember the streaks? Just, you know, in we, here. we we were. We were friends long before we had the podcast, and I remember conversations we used to be in, me and you, Luke, where before Saban got to Alabama, the Arkansas was the tell game. That's how you knew we had a good year. If we beat Arkansas, all the years that we beat Arkansas, Alabama had a good year in football, and all the years we lost to Arkansas, we did not have a good year, and that used to be the tell. Now the tell is like Ohio State. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If we played Ohio State in a postseason game, the season probably went well. But no, the tell used to be Arkansas. And uh, boy, now we tell nothing from that game. Uh, that said, you know, it is crazy that we've had that level of success over them because they're they're often good. They're often a good team. They often have dudes. Every year, it seems like Arkansas has got three or four guys that I'm like, oh, man, I wish that dude played for us, uh, like Drew Sanders. <laughs> that's a joke but uh uh but you know this year it's kind of hard to find that guy I mean I do love Rocket Sanders that running back he's one heck of a player I'm not trading uh, one of ours for him I'm not trading know. one of ours for him I, I, I don't mean, know Jimmy would I'd trade Jason Roydell <laughs> I mean I, I, I think Rocket's really good I mean I think he's been banged up this year uh and that's affected his numbers but uh yeah he's a big old joker uh I, I like him, but what, what my, my point was most years I can name three or four guys. I would love to have them on my team from Arkansas. Like when they had, you remember Burks, the wide receiver, a few years, Traylon Burks, just unreal. But uh, 
They don't really have dudes. That's their problem. Lack of dudes. Defensive back McLaughlin, who was committed to us, right? That yeah. is now with him. Uh, I think that's right. Is he good? No, I don't, I don't know, know if he's, he's really great. good. I'm just, but, I mean, I just know the name. And they had Cattle on the safety. He's a heck of a player, but he's, <laughs> he's not he even there anymore. Out to Texas. He's not even there that anymore. A joke, he's one of the few guys. Yeah, he's good, but he portaled to Texas. He's already beaten us. He already beat us. Uh, you know, he never did Arkansas, but he, he did quickly at Texas. Uh, now, listen to this. Let me tell you a few other things before. Oh, they've I... always got. Oh, I know who they got. The the center is a good player. There you go. Bo Limmer. Um, and, you know, would, would I trade? I'm not sure. Uh, somebody is calling me just like they always are in the middle of That's this Jason thing. Wardell is so pissed that I just traded him for uh, Rocket Sanders. It's Jason Wardell. I'm right. just going to let it ring now. Stein, I mean, it's just part of the – Steinberg traded us to Arkansas for Rocket Sanders? Let me let me say this, that here's something that's interesting to me, that just looking back at the games. Alabama, has, since 2016, has not scored fewer than 41 points against Arkansas. Now, wow. Yeah. Now, Arkansas has scored – how many times do you think they've scored over 20 in that same period? Since since 2016? Yeah, don't judge, don't go through the games in your head. Just, no. just quickly. Oh, I can't because I'm I'm I don't have the brain power to do that anymore. Um, they've scored over 20, I'm going to say, uh, uh, twice because it was during the Golding defense slash Tua Bryce offenses. No, they've twice. scored – they scored 30 and 16, 31 and 18, 35 and 21, and 26 in 22. So they've actually scored over 33 times and over 25 four times, so, which blew me away a little games. bit. But now Gosh, it is a little bit deceptive because in 18, they scored 31. We scored 65. I mean, it's sort of like – you know, whatever you can do, we can do better. And in 16, we had 49, they had 30. And then, of course, the Bryce year, where Bri the Bryce year two years ago um, in Tuscaloosa, where they gave us all we wanted uh, was 42-35. And then last year when Bryce went out uh, and Milro had the big run at the end. So also, finally, uh, you know, another problem with homecoming, I thought about Arkansas returned a bunch of tickets. So yeah. – Alabama's selling those. So, I mean, that's good for Alabama, but I would think like if you're Arkansas and you're like, okay, we're homecoming. I mean, we might as well go to the parade, right? Like now they got even fewer people to go to the parade. So it's not been a, you know, it's not been good for parade time uh, over there. Yeah. I think uh, just anywho, we, when we come back, Jimmy, I want to talk I about caught a practice. single moon pod in Alabama homecoming parade. <laughs> uh, when we come what? back, I want to talk kind of about a mobile. Georgia. That's a mobile Mardi Gras joke for, unfamiliar when we come back i want to talk about george mcintyre who we both love a quarterback that is one of the best players in the country one of the best young players in the country but right now i want to tell you about prize picks thanks for being a prized picks player y'all we love y'all go check it out it's the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in north america easy easily the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less than on two to six player stat projections. I've done this a few times. It's a lot of fun. It's just like, will so-and-so have X amount of catches? You go over under. And then you, it sort of works like, um, you know, in combo with whatever you do. And you can make up to like 
25 times if you do it with six players. It's, it's crazy. It's awesome. Um, you can uh, – prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times. Now, I hadn't, I hadn't won 25 times yet, but I'm going to, and you're going to if you'll just try it. Uh, you just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. All you got to do is test your skills on prize picks. You will love this. Um, I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to pick this week because there's a, I'm, I'm already looking into it. And uh, the, the, I love doing it on the NFL, and I'm hoping to go to an NFL game this weekend. So uh, I'm definitely going to do that. It'll be the, the Bryce versus Tua show. Uh, prize picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. With Prize Picks Reboot Policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. That's huge. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform form with the injury insurance that is crazy good for you so go to prospects.com slash locked on college use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to one hundred dollars go to prospects.com slash locked on college use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to one hundred dollars you will absolutely love you some prize picks go check them out now now i get to tell you about game time and I'm going to put that little uh, header thing up here, too, if it'll come up. There it is. Game time. Um, Game time. And now I just got to pick up the uh, – all I got to do is pick up the stuff that I'm supposed to read. It's going to come up here in a minute. There it is. I love game time. Let me tell you why. I'm about to use it for my Tennessee tickets. I got to come up with five Tennessee tickets, right, Alabama-Tennessee tickets for next week. And I, my wife was like, oh, you got to get the tickets. You know, you you know, Mary Sanford's coming in town. Her friend's coming down. Her friend's never been to a football game before of any description ever, ever. And so we're taking her. The first game she ever goes to is the third Saturday in October, essentially. So that's, I got to make it a lot of fun. I got to find good tickets for her. And I said, hey, hold on, honey. We're going to use game time. You know why? Because they're the best. And if I wait and game time will have these things discounted, to a point where I can get good tickets at a great price. That's what you want to do. Go to Game Time, and I know it's frustrating to try and find tickets, but Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. All you got to do is go to Game Time, download the app, and all prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You can also see the view from your seat before you buy. That is crucial. They're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Take all the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download GameTime today. GameTime. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed with GameTime. All right. Jimmy, George McIntyre, quarterback out of Nash, Vegas. Um, Fantastic player. He just released, was it a top 10? Top 10. Yeah. Um, Bama, obviously. Uh, a lot of people feel like Bama leads, right? I mean, that that's the yep. consensus. Okay. He's got um, a top 10, but at BOL, uh, BOL we're thinking uh, or believing, uh, per our sources and per, per putting our thinking caps on at BOL, that it is an Alabama-Tennessee LSU fight for uh, McIntyre, and he could go to any of the three. Uh, now – we really like Alabama's position. 
but it could be Tennessee. You know, this is a kid that's grown up in Nashville, surrounded by, you know, Vol Nation. Uh, he likes LSU a lot. Uh, I know that he just likes the program. He's been to Baton Rouge several times. He's been to Tuscaloosa several times. Uh, but we think it could be any of the three. But Alabama's in a strong position, and this may be about the best 2025 quarterback there is in the country. Again, this is a 2025 player, meaning he is a junior in high school at Brentwood Academy in Nashville this fall. So he still has some growing to do, still has some size to add on. Um, uh, my comp for him, which will uh, interest a lot of people and might turn some people off because Alabama's had such tremendous success with other guys at quarter, but really he's A.J. McCarron to me with this caveat. Uh, when A.J. came out of high school, he was highly rated and highly recruited, but not nearly as highly rated and highly recruited as McIntyre. McIntyre's like, AJ plus as a prospect, but I use AJ as the comp because I think his game is a lot like McCarron's. He's built like him. He has he looks like simil- yeah, he, he looks like him. He has a similar throwing motion, possibly because both AJ McCarron and George McIntyre are trained by QB country. <laughs> could could be could be a coincidence or, or not. But uh anyway, for those like what kind of quarterback is he? I think he's A.J., and let's keep in mind how often Alabama won games under A.J., and that A.J., as we speak, uh, it's been 100 years ago A.J. played here, and A.J. McCarron is in the NFL right now, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, I would be super excited about having a pocket passer because you know what what seems to work in the NFL? Exactly that. I mean, you know, when you're talking about the best quarterbacks in the NFL – I mean, most of them, not all of them, but most of them are are pocket guys. The Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. You know, that seems to work well. <laughs> and uh, uh, George McIntyre is that type of guy. By the way, another guy with just co- coach on the field. Uh, granddad was the head coach at Vanderbilt. Uh, Uncle Mike is the head coach at Florida International right now. So FIU made his final top 10, and I saw some people almost joking, and I'm like, uh, guys, it's not really a joke. I mean, his his dad's brother is is the head coach at Florida International. It's cool that he's giving them some extra looks. Now That's he's all he's doing. That's, That's all he's doing, doing is giving them help. Yeah. Yeah, it's helping, and who wouldn't maybe want to play for their uncle? But we don't think that's going to happen. But he did have FIU as one of his top 10, and that's because it's Uncle Mike, right? There are a lot of people out there that wouldn't want to play for their uncle. Uncle Mike. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying not every uncle is beloved. And <laughs> I say this as an uncle myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there's some nephews those. and nieces listening to this going, you're telling us. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, um, I just found that uh, I, I really like him a lot. And, boy, I, I wish I had the foresight. I didn't know you were going to comp him to A.J. McCarron. But um, – I pulled up his his picture to look at it, and yeah, he looks a lot like AJ McCarron. He's almost got it's not quite Bama bangs, but if he lets the front grow out a little bit more, I think he'll have it. Um, yeah, I've and, seen him in person. I've seen him in person, uh, and seen him his tape a lot, you know, through QB Country, and uh, he 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 does. I mean, I, I think I was comping him to AJ before I ever saw the tape. He just sort of looks like him, <laughs> but no, he's built like him. You know, really tall. He's thin. He needs to add some weight. So did AJ. I mean, when we signed AJ, I happen to remember, remember uh, Alabama fed AJ the first two or three years is on campus like this organic peanut butter 
but they followed. I mean, they were just trying to gain, trying to add weight. Uh, not every person can do that well, but uh, yeah, George is going to have to, you know, eat some peanut butter when he's here. But he, hey, AJ ended up being a fifth round draft pick, and frankly, should have should have been a higher draft pick. He had hurt his shoulder at Alabama, and that really affected his draft stock. You know, I don't know why more trainers don't do this, but I've learned this: if you want to gain weight, get married. If you want to lose weight, get divorced. Um, you got to get that body back in shape. You know, another Louis C.K. thing that was, was that sounded like said, daily you know, affirmation on Saturday Night Live. He said, he said when I, he said when I got divorced, he said uh, the problem was like I was like forty five, and he said this I wasn't going to get much better than I was right now. He said, you know, it's like having an old Pinto out in the out in your yard, and uh, it's beat up. And what if somebody told you that's your only way to work now? <laughs> and he's like, I gotta fix that up. There bees in the tailpipe. What am I gonna do? You know, he's like, I can't really work this up. Anyway, uh, I just love me some Louis C.K. at times. I don't love everything he does behind the scenes, but I do love his comedy. Um, okay, Jimmy, I need to. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about the SEC race and how it's shaping up because this. I'm telling you, pretty simple. <laughs> It is simple, and I'll tell you why. I'm not concerned. I just sort of wish something else mm -hmm. had happened this weekend that didn't happen. But I want to tell everybody about Jace Medical now. Uh, the Jace case, I got one. They're awesome. Um, it provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case, and this is really simple, is fill out a simple online form, and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of their board-certified physicians. Get ongoing care from their physicians on any treatment-related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Don't be caught unprepared. It's scary times out there, y'all. Don't be caught unprepared. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Chase handles everything from online evaluations to licensed, licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. Look, uh, I'm telling you, my wife loved that I got this thing. It looked like I was taking some initiative and some foresight. And really, uh, I wasn't. But now I, I'm glad that I did. Um, get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Like Jace McClellan, Jace Medical. Same kind of thing. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Jay's case is there to help you. Okay, so the SEC race, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, this thing's shape. I mean, look, on the East, we knew. We knew. We knew the whole time. Georgia, you know, they weren't the, the fanciest and the best, but they, they, they flexed a little bit against Kentucky. And, by the way, Mark yeah. Stoops is, like, begging for people to, to contribute hey, to the NIL now. It's kind of funny. Um, I like it. I do like it. I think it shows that he knows what he's talking about. Um, on the West side, mm -hmm. I was looking at the – it's crazy how fast this season's gone because think about this with LSU. Okay, we got the tiebreaker over um, two of the top contenders in, in Texas A&M and Ole Miss. Obviously, yeah. LSU already has a loss to Ole Miss. That helps us. But here's what LSU has left. LSU's kind of already done their thing – with with the exception of us. Now, if you want to say AM is going to be a tough game for them, yep. okay. I don't think so, though. Not in Baton Rouge. And I still feel like LSU's got enough offense and a and a deep passing game 
that can really expose AM's defensive backs like we did without that that accurate of a quarterback. And LSU's got better receivers too. LSU has Auburn this weekend. They're favored by 11. I think that's – when we do our picks later, I'm going to pick LSU to cover probably pretty easily. Um, then uh, the, they're, they have Army after that, a non-SEC game. Then they're off. Then they play us. Then they've got Florida at home. That's okay. That's, that's not going to be a thing. Then they've got Georgia State, and then they've got AM at home. So the only road game they have left is us. We are all that now. I don't see where they could lose another game. Now, if um if we lose to LSU at home and we'll cross that bridge later, I'm just saying, you know, the best we could probably hope for is like a three-way tie with us and Ole Miss and them and you know, hope that somehow we win a tiebreaker. And I don't know that we would. I don't know how it'd shape out. But, again, for our goals to be met, we have to be yeah. LSU anyway. I'm just saying yeah. when after this weekend I felt so good about the race, the race is far from over. Far from I over. agree. It's LSU. It but LSU is – Missouri had won. LSU's the – oh, yeah, that, that, that hurt Alabama for Missouri to blow that game like they did. Uh, I do think LSU could lose to AM. I mean, I, I do. I mean, I think AM's yeah. capable. Now we'll see what I mean. Last year, for instance, AM crushed LSU. Now that was in College Station. Uh, but, you know, they had a true freshman quarterback and Wigman and Max Johnson's played a lot of games at, at LSU. So, uh, but, but that said, what I like about the race is to me, it's this simple already. We're only halfway through the season. But to me, the race, it almost looks this simple. Georgia has won the East. And the Alabama LSU winner will represent the West. Uh, and while that's putting a lot on Alabama's plate in the sense that, okay, Alabama, yeah, all you've done is great, but you still have to beat LSU. Uh, Alabama needs to beat LSU. It's at home. They're not good at all defensively. And Alabama's better than they have been defensively. So it's a very winnable game for Alabama. I know it's a, it's, it's a uh, challenge and, I hope LSU beats Auburn and beats Army and, and, is, and is, is fairly yeah. highly ranked coming into the game because Alabama could use some more juice that a win over LSU could supply. Uh, but, yeah, I like uh, – I think the, ra- the race to meet in terms of Atlanta, Luke, is Georgia has won the East. <laughs> the Alabama-LSU winner will win the West and play Georgia. And because LSU has two losses, uh, the league needs to hope it's Alabama – because uh, LSU, you don't want LSU going to the SEC championship game again, where they're not a possible playoff team. You know that if they beat Georgia, they're not going to the playoff. You don't want that, ideally. So uh, I think the league office, <laughs> and frankly the bank accounts of all the fourteen SEC teams, will be rooting for Alabama a little bit, make that game a little more juicier. Uh, Alabama, Georgia, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent in terms of the way it's playing out. People have written off LSU because they're so bad defensively, but that doesn't mean they're going to lose any of the rest of their games. And, hey, uh, Alabama's good defensively, but LSU is probably going to force Alabama to score to win. Yeah. And that's that should make us nervous. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a really good close game, frankly. Yeah, and we'll deal with that later. We're going to talk Arkansas a lot more. And I said in these little bullets over to the right, I guess this – Am I right? You're left? I don't even know. Um, anywho, yeah, it's right. Uh, 
No, it's left. I, it doesn't matter. You see the bullets over there. Uh, the, I said injury updates. We'll just talk about injury updates tomorrow, Jimmy, because we're out of time today. So we will do all that then. And until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.